Welcome back to another episode of the Casey Campbell podcast. Casey Campbell with you, of course. And we are pleased to be joined by Chris Pollard, who is the head baseball coach at Duke University. How's it going, man? Casey, thanks for having me on. Um, this has been an interesting season for, you know, for you um, and for everybody. What has it been like to, you know, just go through this this year? And last year you didn't get to play. This year you do, but it's way different than you ever have before. It's different. It's unique, but uh, I'll take different and unique uh, compared to not playing, which is what we went through last year. So, um, you know, there, there's a, a lot of, I don't know what you want to call them, headaches that uh, that come up, uh, along with playing in the midst of a pandemic. I'll take every single one of them with gratitude because we're grateful to be playing again, grateful to be competing after losing that opportunity last year. When you look at the ACC, it's always been one of the top baseball conferences in in the country. What's it been like? Um, I know that I know the other conferences have done other things. You know, the Big Ten's only doing conference only. How's the ACC kind of handling? You know, with everything going on, and I know I think I know you've played some non-conference opponents. What has that been like for you to play non-conference opponents compared to other conferences? Well, I think the ability to have some semblance of a non-conference schedule is important uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, because those non-conference games are an opportunity to, to provide a measuring stick for our league against the rest of the country. Um, those non-conference games help us prepare for conference play, but also they should be helping us build a resume for a potential at-large bid at the end of the year for the NCAA tournament. So grateful that we've been able to play some semblance of a non-conference schedule. It's not the typical 26-game non-conference schedule that we're used to uh, because of the fact that the ACC has trimmed down our regular season schedule from 56 to 50, and because we're playing 36 ACC games instead of 30. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I like that we're playing some. Wish we were playing a few more. But at this point, I think I speak for most coaches and players across the country. We're just glad to be playing. Yeah. Um, I know you, uh, I know midweek games are not anything uh, new to you guys. I know you got a big win yesterday. Kind of go, kind of take me through that game. Yeah, we played our crosstown rival, North Carolina Central. Um, we determined that we'd go into the game sort of, uh, as a planned split, we throw a lot of different pitchers. We threw eight different pitchers in the game. That was by design to get as many guys in the game and ready for this weekend as possible. So basically every single guy that could potentially be in relief for us this weekend uh, through yesterday. And, um, you know, I thought we were, we were good in spurts offensively. Uh, Coach Kerner at Central does a great job. It's always a competitive game. We play those guys. Central's always amped up to play us. Um, and, they certainly uh, lived up to that yesterday, uh, but we're happy to come away with a win. So, I mean, when we look at midweek games, typically it's usually where a lot of the younger guys really kind of step in there and kind of show what they have and at, at the college level. What's it, how important is midweek games to college baseball teams, you think? Certainly it's an opportunity for uh, development as you mentioned, for young guys. But, you know, I, I've, I've told our staff before, um, you know, in a, in a normal non-pandemic season, we play 56 elimination games. It's a, a, a 56 uh, one-game seasons, if you will, and, and this year being 50 one-game seasons. So there's a balance that has to be struck between 
development, but you got to win those games because at the end of the year, you can't drop games uh, when you're trying to build a resume for um, NCAA at large consideration. So when you look at, you know, the quality amount of pitchers you have and players that you have on the weekends, kind of take me through for people that don't really follow base, follow your team, who are some of the guys to really watch out for this year? Yeah, I, I think uh, positionally up the middle of the field, Michael Rothenberg behind the plate uh, returns as a preseason All-American. Uh, Ethan Murray at shortstop was a freshman All-American who's got an opportunity to be a high draft pick. Joey Laprofito in center field was a freshman All-American who also uh, has a chance to be drafted really highly. Um, Cooper Stinson, uh, our Friday night starter, was a preseason All-American. Uh, got off to a great year last year before the the pandemic uh, cut the season short. So, they're, they're, you know, up the middle of the field, we're, we're pretty experienced and, uh, and and have some firepower. So, and the younger guys, I know I kind of just alluded to it. Who are some of those guys that you've kind of been really seeing that really stood out for you? I think one guy that jumps out to me is Luke Fox, a freshman left-handed pitcher who we think has got a really bright future in our program. You're, you know, you're, you're a Great Lakes podcast. He's a uh, – Waukesha, Wisconsin native, so he's from the Midwest and uh, really a talented kid, was a two-sport, well, was a three-sport standout in high school, football, basketball, and baseball, but was was really, really good on the gridiron as a two-time state champion quarterback and uh, brings a, a, a lot of uh, mound presence, a, a lot of pitchability, a lot of toughness, so he's his freshman year has gotten off to a really good start. Yeah, it's, um, of course, um, the Catholic, of course, Catholic Memorial. Um, is where, of course, he went to high school. So um, kind of going into the next, kind of preview the, up, the next upcoming series for you guys, and w- w- who do you got? Yeah, Notre Dame might be the hottest team in the league. Uh, you know, they've won three straight ACC series to start the season. If you go back to last year, they've won four straight because they swept Carolina in the pandemic-shortened 2020 season. And they're experienced. They're very offensive. Um, and, and they've gotten uh, their pitching staff's gotten bolstered by some graduate transfers that have thrown the ball really well for them. Uh, as I've described them, they they have some really nice chess pieces on the mound. Uh, they can they can match you up left-handed. They can throw some power arms at you right-handed, and so they can give you a lot of different looks. Uh, but mostly, they've been really good at scoring runs so far this year. Yeah. All right, Chris, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us um, uh, and good luck in this weekend series against Notre Dame. Sounds great. Thanks for having me on.